Welcome to another episode of CTA's podcast. This is your boy Printero here, and today my my guest is South Fayette defensive tackle Ryan O'Hare. Ryan, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me on. Of course, Ryan. Thank you for coming. Ryan, anyone that simply looks at your Twitter can obviously see that you're putting work in during this COVID-19 pandemic. So that's just what everyone assumes, though. But I just want to ask you first, what have you been doing during COVID, the COVID-19 pandemic? So um, I actually, since the season has ended, um, I just put my mind to it that I was going to gain a bunch of weight. I was um, 6'7", 225 during uh, last season. And I knew that I had to put on a lot of weight if I wanted to be the most dominant lineman in the Whitfield class of 5A. So what I did was, is I immediately started changing my diet. I taking a lot more calories, carbs, and protein now. And I started working out about five days a week. And I kept that same regimen throughout all of winter into the spring. And once COVID hit, um, I pretty much kept the same regimen. Had to change a few things up due to the closing of some gyms, stuff like that. Um, but other than that, I kept a pretty good pace there for a while. There were some videos on my Twitter of me working outside. Uh, you know, I, I, we, we threw the weights outside. Uh, you know, just all that good stuff. Just uh, a lot of water. I drink over a gallon of water every day to keep, um, you know, my water and my weight up. Eat the same amount of food every day, keep my calories up, and get in the gym and get the work done. That's great to hear. Um, I remember seeing a tweet that you tweet out maybe like, and close to a month ago, you gained like 70 pounds. Correct me if yeah. I'm wrong. Yes, 70 pounds. Well, you gained 70 pounds from, okay, you were 70, you gained 70 pounds on May 18th. How much do you currently weigh now then? I'm consistently weighing 290. So I was 6'6", 225. I am now 6'8", 290 pounds. Do you have a, did you have a specific weight goal or was it just get as big as you can? Well, the funny thing is, um, right when I set my first, my very first weight goal, my goal was, um, I believe, around 255 or 265, because, you know, 40 pounds in one offseason is, like, outstanding, and I still stand by that. If anyone can gain 20 to 40 pounds in one offseason, that's amazing. And so, within, like, the first month or two, I was already there, and I was like, geez, and my dad was like, man, we got to make a new goal. Like, you're going to kill it so we just we literally had to grab mark like sharpie markers and just start crossing out numbers and next thing you know I'm 290. Wow that's incredible congrats to you on that. Yeah I appreciate it. So you recently you've gone some offers lately. Yes sir. Fairmont State, Notre, Notre Dame College, a couple other schools like Erie too yeah like Erie. So yep. tell me like what was it like receiving those offers? Uh, it was truly a blessing. I think uh, everything that's happened to me here in the last couple months has just been um, a blessing for sure. Uh, my first offer was over the phone with Ohio Dominican. Uh, he and I had been in pretty good contact there for a few months, and he said I wanted to get on the phone, and we had a very good conversation, and uh, obviously ended in an offer. And then um, Lake Erie and Fairmont State were both also over the phone, so. It's, it's awesome to get offers over the phone, but I was able to get up to Notre Dame College for an in-person visit uh, just about two weeks ago, 
and uh, Coach Mental called me into his office, and um, he gave me an offer right there in the head coach's office. It doesn't get much better than that. It's like what you dream of as a kid. So, um, yeah, getting these offers has just truly been a blessing, and I couldn't be any more grateful. That's great to hear. Um, specific, specifically, have you thought about majoring of what you want to major in college yet? Yeah, um, I was looking into business, uh, particularly marketing. Um, I've taken a few um, marketing, uh, I took a marketing class as a sophomore, and last year I took an international business class. It's something that I think I have a serious interest in. Um, my dad is in sales, he's been in sales for 20 years, and it's something I can really see myself doing. I'm a very I have a very uh, outstanding personality, so I feel like I could definitely sell some things to some people. That's great to hear, and I guess I just assume that every college definitely has major in business. So yes. wherever schools, wherever whichever school you'll go to, they'll definitely have business. So you don't have yeah, to worry absolutely. about that. I just said that specifically because for for what I'm majoring in at my college, though, I, it had to be like specific. Yeah. So, but for you, though, you can really choose anywhere you want to go. Um, right. So let's talk about South Fayette football. Awesome. You guys going up to 5A. When you, when you first heard of the news of you guys moving up, what did you think of it? Uh, just pumped. Just super, super excited. And I think everyone in the locker room uh, here at South Fayette was very excited when we got the news that we were going to 5A. Um, you know, when we moved from 2 to 4A, uh, everyone just always underestimated South Fayette football. And – Personally, me being in the locker room, I know that's the wrong thing to do because we don't mess around when it comes to playing football. Uh, so 5A is actually a lot more exciting than 4A was because the schools that we played in 5A, Peters, Bethel, all those types of schools are teams that we played growing up with in youth football. The kids we know, Chartier's Valley we played this year on our schedule. Um, West A, these, these are all schools that we're very familiar with, very familiar with uh, some friends. And it's just very heated and intense rivalries. I don't think there's a game in our class farther than about 20 minutes driving. So super pumped, and uh, we can't wait to make a push for the playoffs. Yeah, whenever I first heard the news about it, I thought, man, you guys you guys would specifically be more pumped because, like, the teams in your section, like, well, like they're pretty far, if you could agree with me. Uh, last year, are you talking about 4A? Yeah, for yeah, your section last year, like yes, 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 um, definitely farther than five A. Yeah, so like in your section this year, like it's really close though. So yeah, yep, we love that. So describe to me, you were talking about your whole locker room being pumped up. How about you tell me, what's the culture like at South Fed involving your football team? Yeah, uh, the culture at South Fed is just uh, brotherhood. Uh, we've all known each other since we were little kids. We all stuck together, especially this class of 2021, I truly believe is the strongest and tightest knit group since I've been in high school. Um, I think we all have that one common goal, and that's just to go win championships, go win football games, give it our all every practice. And uh, I think if you walked in our locker room for a practice or a game day, you would definitely be able to see that. That's great. That's great to hear. What your, what your school specifically seems to be doing a good job in is what I've been seeing over the past decade. It's producing really good quarterbacks. You have your Brett Brumbaugh, Drew Saxton. Nauman's doing a good job as well. Um, As I introduced you, Ryan, I specifically said you were a defensive tackle, but also you play offensive tackle, right? 
Yeah, offensive tackle is actually my uh, primary position. Yeah. I messed that up when I introduced you. So are the colleges that are recruiting you, are they seeing you more as an offensive tackle or defensive tackle? Uh, definitely offensive tackle, especially with, um, you know, six eight two ninety is a pretty ideal right or left tackle for college football. Yeah. Um, Ryan, you what? your height's currently six foot eight. There's some pretty tall linemen, if you, to say the least, though, but you might be one of the tallest that, that want to be one of the tallest in the game right now. So is your family, do you come from a tall family? Uh, I actually uh, wouldn't say I come from the tallest of families. My father is about six foot tall. My mom's about five eight. My sister uh, actually got the short end of the stick. She's about five foot three. So, um, you know, I think it was just uh, God made me this way. So, because, uh, you know, I'm eight inches taller than my dad and I'm only 17 years old. So, uh, I think it's just kind of, uh, uh, I, don't, I don't know. It's just kind of, I got lucky, I guess. I guess you did just from telling, as you said, your old family sites. That's incredible. Maybe God just wanted you to just play sports, I guess. Yeah, you just want to be an offensive lineman and be a hog, baby. Uh, you run track and field too, am I right? I don't run, but I do throw. I mean, yeah. Yes, yes I, I'm a thrower. <laughs> I love throwing. So what did you think when you realized that you lost your senior year of track and field? Well, I lost my junior, junior year. year. Um, and the um, thing about that is um, I was actually planning on uh, not doing track as a junior to focus on my football career and my football training. And, um, you know, I talked to my throwing coach. He was super disappointed, but he knows uh, that I was on a mission. He was very understanding of that, and I'm so grateful to have him as my throwing coach. Um, coach Litvinovich, who's also on our football staff as the head coach of the track team, you know, um, I'm sure he would have loved to have me, but, you know, he also is very understanding. We're very close, he and I. And, um, you know, I was honestly super bummed personally for those um, who are juniors and seniors who lost this past uh, spring track season. It was heartbreaking someone knowing how much uh, track means to them. Yeah, I agree. Now, Ryan, if the situation's right, say that you dis like you make your decision before the track and field season, would you consider joining for your coming going back to your senior year or would you still focus on football? Absolutely. I 100% plan on returning to track and field as a senior. Um, it's something that I've really loved since eighth grade. Um, you know, football's really where my heart's at, and track's just kind of like that second love. Um, I love throwing discus. It's something that I do every once in a while just to make sure I'm keeping up with my uh, form and everything. And uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing you with all this added weight and added strength. I think I can really compete for uh, – uh, at the Whippeal level and at the state level. Yeah, that's fantastic to hear. Your situation kind of reminds me of one of your current teammates, Charlie Ross. He's, he, didn't play his, he didn't play his junior year of basketball just to focus on football. And right. I wrote an article, and I had an interview with him as well, and he specifically said to me as well that he plans to return for his senior year of basketball, which is, like, great to hear because specifically just you two – you two both just as athletes, like coaches probably really just wanted to see you like on the field. And just the fact that just knowing that your track coach is will probably expect you to come back. Same with your bas same with your basketball coach expecting to see Charlie back. That's just a good sign. Absolutely.
but like specifically you gotta i guess you just gotta think about yourself first and right now you just knew that if you want to if you want to play at the collegiate level you got to focus right now and you're doing a great job let me tell you right now getting these offers and there's more for you to come yeah, appreciate it appreciate it so let's talk about last year specifically you're a whippeal champion your team won in 2018 Yes, And then you guys definitely were trying to repeat in 2019, but things didn't look so bright as you guys lost to Belvernon in the semifinals. So Correct. what do you think your team learned after that loss specifically? Um, I think we learned a lot of things during that game and not just uh, the game against Belvernon, but um, also in the previous year when we lost to Cathedral Prep and in the year before that, when I was a freshman in Montour, um, uh, no uh, disrespect to any of the past seniors that I've ever had as my captains or as my, my uh, uh, you know, fellow teammates. But um, I just think that some years there was just a lack of leadership um, in some of those football games. You know, Coach Rossi does his thing. He can, he can coach it. He's a very good coach. He knows what he's doing. I'm blessed to have him as my head coach. And I trust him. Um, and when he's coaching us during these big games like Belvern and Erie and, you know, further. Um, but, you know, I think it really came down to, especially last year, um, I believe we got shut out 20 to zero in the final quarter. And that was what, uh, you know, caused us to lose the football game. And, um, you know, I, I remember thinking on the football, uh, on the, on the bus on the ride home, I was just kind of like, th there was something, there was something missing. There wasn't that like urgency to win the football game. There wasn't really that fire lit under all of us, um, but like I said before, just a few minutes ago to you, I think this senior class would never allow this to happen again. And I can promise you, when we make the playoffs, when we make the Whippeal Championship, there's going to be a very good reason why. And that's because our seniors are going to be able to lead the rest of our team. I'm very confident in what I just said. Yeah, I agree. And you'll definitely be, since you'll be a senior, you'll definitely be one of those leaders. So we all especially at us at Cover 3, I'd like to expect thing, big things from your South Bay team this year, just with all the returning guys that you have. Absolutely. So you you play in some meaningful games and in football. So I kind of want to know, what got you interested in the game of football? So um, I had a lot of medical issues growing up as a uh, young child. And um, around fourth or fifth grade, I was just kind of like, you know, I, I played flag football, um, maybe second or third grade. And I was like, I'm ready to like strap up. I'm ready to like play the real thing. So I think it was fourth grade. I played my first year of football and um, I just fell in love from that. I, I think it's very cliche. You hear it all the time. And, you know, you just fall in love with the, the football equipment and the game itself. But it's it's so very true. And um I've just loved the game ever since fourth grade, and I never really saw myself not playing it. Um, I knew going into high school, it was something that I definitely wanted to pursue. Wow, great to hear. Any of your uh, family members play football? My dad, uh, he played one year of high school football, um, but he was more so of a wrestler. Oh, okay. So – Ryan, what would you say specifically are maybe your team's goals or your individual goals heading into this heading into your senior year? Uh, as far as uh, team goals, I know that everyone in the locker room wants to win as many games as possible, to make it to the playoffs, 
to win the Whitfield Championship and win the state championship. Um, regardless of what year it is, we, um, we all believe that we can go as far as we allow ourselves to go. So if, and if your goal is not the state championship, then there's something wrong in that locker room. Um, that's as far as I know our team goes. I know we're all very confident that we are capable of doing some very good things throughout the season. Uh, individually, I'm just looking to dominate every play as an offensive lineman. Just, you know, put them in the dirt. Make sure uh, Shea, our running back, has a good lane to run in. And make sure Nauman's uh, jersey is nice and white back there and throwing some touchdowns. <laughs> great to great to hear um when when would you say do you think your team is gonna head back on the practice field and practice as a team or have you guys done that already um so we've had a few ca like captains practices per se um i know uh the lineman and i uh seniors have uh gone up to the field twice uh we're going to continue to do that until we have word of when we're certainly going back on the field. I know uh, Charlie and the receivers and all the skilled players have also been going up to the field in uh, smaller groups because that's all the stuff that um, is allowing right now. Um, Coach Rossi told me um, the 22nd, so that's, that's what I'm hearing right now. But if not the 22nd, I believe July 1 will be um, certainly a go. I got you too. Just the COVID-19 pandemic, right? It just seemed like have an effect on like everybody, everything, March Madness being canceled. Right. Just stuff like that though specifically. Now, do you think we will have a whip we will have a whip football season in 2020? Uh I can't be I can't really give you a certain answer on that because you know no one really knows. Um I can tell you I certainly hope so because I know this is gonna be one of the most fun experiences of my uh, one of the most fun experiences of my life. And I know that uh, me and my boys are going to go out there and win some football games and win a championship. But, um, uh, yeah, it's, we're all, it's all about hope right now. We're all just praying to get back on that football field very soon. Um, but, yeah, that's about, that's about all we can do right now, just keep our fingers crossed. Yeah, you're, you think in a very positive way. I, I, I think there will be a football season, to be honest with you. I just – things are just starting to become better. And right. like pe more people are just allowed to like do stuff, and when it when it comes to like going to events and like just simple simply stuff like that though, and just like you guys specifically, you 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 have a loaded senior class. There's other schools too. This is going to be a great Whippeal football year, and Absolutely. not just really five A is going to five A is loaded. You got you guys, mm -hmm. Upper Saint Clair, and all those schools though. But like just there's just so much talent, and I think you're probably aware of that too. Just just so many like up, upcoming seniors that like really like need to leave their mark. Absolutely. So when you look at your schedule, is there any team specifically that you just look at and just think like, wow, like I'm really like, you're really excited to play or is it just simply like every, you just treat every team the same because upper St. Clair is in your section real quick and you played them mm -hmm. the past two years. So mm -hmm. I'll let you answer now. Uh, I know, uh, personally, we're all very excited for every single game. We don't treat any opponent like, uh, any less than another, but, um, in specific upper St. Clair is a very, um, very good game. I know it's going to be a very good game. We've lost them the past two seasons. Um, we're ready to beat them. We're ready to win that football game. And I'm very confident that we can go out there and uh, shut their offense down. 
Um, Peters Township's also a very big game. It's our last regular season game. And I personally believe that it'll be for our side of the conference. Uh, it'll probably be the game that decides uh, seeding. Um, that's just going to be a great game because, you know, you got, you got very good players over there that are being highly recruited. And Peters just had one of their best football seasons in history last year. So um, we're very excited to uh, go up and play some teams that we've wanted to play for a very long time. And uh, we're certainly going to leave our mark. Yeah, that's, that's great to hear. Um, so as an offensive lineman specifically, could you tell our, my audience, like what, like what types of exercises do you do specifically to become a better lineman? Uh, well, apart from my just, you know, weight room workouts and, um, agility workouts, um, well, actually, agility is a very important thing as an offensive lineman. You know, you watch it on TV and you think, oh, well, they're only moving from point A to point B, which is like a few feet, and you only block for a few seconds. But little do any, does anyone know that's not an offensive lineman. You have to be very – you have to have lots of endurance, and uh, with that comes lots of training in the offseason. So, um, you know, lots of agility work. I make sure to get ladders, jump rope, all that good stuff, cones. Uh, I do two agility workouts every week. Um, and the next very important thing is you have to make sure you're working on positional. You have to make sure you're working on your kick step, your run step, um, just your in steps, just pounding your feet and driving. Get a bag, hit a bag with your, uh, with your hands, hit it real hard. I've learned that um, while talking to college coaches over the past few weeks, I was, I was, you know, I would get on the phone with them and I would say, I'm, I'm lifting three times a week. I'm doing agility two times a week. What else could I do? And the first thing they always say is, is that we want to see positional work. We want to see how you're able to move as if you were playing in a game. We want to see you strike a bag. Um, we want to see you pass that. So um, I would say the most important thing is to make sure your agility is very uh, good and to make sure that your positional work is very, very good. Good to hear. And like, wow, I really, to be honest with you, didn't know, didn't really know specifically like how linemen really become that good, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's a lot of behind the scenes work. Um, you know, you, you see all these cameras that when uh, AB or Juju or Ben Roethlisberger go out to practice, but with offensive linemen, it's just kind of like behind the scenes. No one's really uh, seeing what's going on. And that's why I believe um, linemen are the most tight-knit uh, positional group on the field because we go through things that, a lot of people don't understand or don't really even try to understand. So that's how I feel about offensive linemen. Got you there. So Ryan, specifically, I think I remember seeing, I think it was like last month, you got a picture with like Devin Bush at like a gym somewhere. Yes, sir. Where was that at specifically? Um, just for, uh, you know, Safety reasons just to not like expose the gym. It's it's a gym in Mount Lebanon, but I won't you know say the specific name because a few Steelers have actually been showing up there because um, it's one of the only gyms that has been open for the last few weeks. But um, you know, I was working out and uh, I went to go stretch, and Devin Bush saw me, and you know, obviously I knew it was Devin Bush. I was I was eyeing him up. I was like, that's that's the Steelers linebacker right there, and and then he started eyeing me up, and he was like, you know, how old are you? And so we just kind of started talking. I told him I was 17, 6, 18, 90. He, you know, he was astounded by my size uh, and being so young. 
And so I just asked him for a picture and I posted it on Twitter, not really thinking much. And then I, you know, the next thing I know, I checked my phone and it's just filled with notifications. So that was just a really fun experience. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that tweet too. And you just, you really exploded off that. Yes. I, it, it certainly helped. And I will be forever grateful that Devin Bush took that picture with me. <laughs> Two questions now involving NFL players. First question is, who is your favorite NFL player? Or And second, do you have a favorite offensive lineman that you really like? Just like study um, and just think to yourself like, man, he's good. Yeah, so favorite player in the league has just always kind of been J.J. Watt for me. Or TJ now that he's kind of blown up with the Steelers. But the Watt brothers are definitely some of the most exciting players to watch every year in the league. Um, TJ came in a rookie and uh, he killed, he's 6'5. So I kind of relate to the whole height thing. And he's super fast and he's dominant. You know, you know, he's out there every play. He's always in. You always see that Watt on the back of his jersey. It's like, how, how did the offensive linemen stop this guy? Because they, they can't. And, uh, you know, JJ Watt's. Uh, J.J. Watt's numbers speak for themselves. He's won two defensive players of the years. Uh, he's just one of the greatest defensive players I've ever seen uh, play the game at that level. Uh, as far as offensive linemen go, um, someone I'm very keen of is uh, Tyron Smith, um, left tackle for the Dallas Cowboys. Um, a thing about him that I really like um, to implement in my own game is I like to put people in the dirt. That's just kind of my thing. I like the pancake. Uh, it's it's just kind of like an exhilarating thing that makes me want to get up and do it again the next play. It's just kind of my goal every play to make sure that Shane can do his thing, Melvin can do his thing. Um, Joe Thomas, I know he's not in the league anymore, but um, stud. You know, when you are when you can play over 10,000 snaps in the NFL as an offensive lineman, possibly the hardest position on the field, it's just 100% contact every play. Super impressive. His footwork is undeniably amazing and um just an overall good guy and that's been kind of shown through his uh work on the tv and in, in the booth got you there um ryan i appreciate you specifically telling me what you've been doing to become better in your team's goals now i want to just start asking you just some fun questions you know just to like yeah, yeah. get just just to make our whole audience know about you right so you follow the nba at all I keep tabs. Um, um, I don't wa watch many full games, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll keep tabs on it. I'm just going to ask you this specifically. Do you have a favorite NBA player? Oh, man. Um, I'm a big LeBron fan, to be completely honest with you. Uh, Tyler Hero from the Miami Heat, also a very big fan of him. So, if I, all right, Tyler Hero. I'm going Tyler Hero. <laughs> Got you there. Oh, how about this? Favorite person to follow on social media? Ooh, well, first, before I say anything, I actually don't follow any professional athletes or professional teams on any social media account, um, apart from the Steelers. Um, but before AB kind of turned into a psycho, he may have been my favorite person to just kind of follow on Snapchat and Instagram, um, mainly because he would just kind of post everything, he, not just his workouts. Um, that's kind of how I started watching him was he, he would just post his insane workouts. And um, then he was just kind of like recording his everyday life. And I think Juju has actually started to do the same thing 
Um, he actually has his own YouTube channel, Juju does, and he does pranks. Um, and so you wouldn't even know he's an NFL football player. So both of those guys, AB and Juju, uh, certainly have had their uh, time on social media. Right. I, I agree specifically with what you said about both wide receivers as well. Ryan, what, what would you say would be your go-to food to eat? Pulled pork sandwich. Um, if, there, if there's pulled pork somewhere, I'm probably going to eat it. It's just delicious. There's not much more I can say about that. It's just a, an amazing meal. Did, did you, do you or your parents um, make pulled pork a lot? Oh, yeah. Pulled pork sandwiches are like fan favorite. I mean, I, I mean, whenever my mom or dad say, um, you know, pulled pork for dinner, I'm like, let's, let's go. You know, I'm, I'm ready to eat right now. <laughs> favorite color um probably blue yeah blue okay okay Fa favorite movie oh see i'm a big war movie guy i'm a history buff um if i were to give like three different types of movies um, Inception, just for kind of like a movie, like an actual movie that doesn't really have to relate to a uh, like a real event. So Inception, um, big fan of Gandhi. Uh, it's like three-hour Gandhi movie. And I know it sounds silly, but it's it's a great watch. And I'm a big fan of Saving Private Ryan. Okay. Favorite TV show. Practical jokers. So those guys are hilarious. Like anytime I turn around, it's like I'm gonna I'm gonna be laughing for the next hour. Fa who's your favorite person on Impractical Jokers? Sal. Sal by mile. He's hilarious. <laughs> um, you put big video game guy or no? No, I'm actually not a very big video game guy. The rest, the rest of my friends aren't. It's like the girls tell me, you know, Ryan, get on, get on. It's like, <laughs> I can't, I just can't get into it. They're into like the shooter games and all that, um, all that jazz, but I'm not a really big uh, fan of that. Wow. So like no gaming system at all then? Oh, no, 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 no. I have a game. I'll play Madden in NHL. I'm actually very, very good in NHL. So if anyone out there wants to run a game up, I'm always down. But, um, yeah, big Madden and NHL guy. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, what class – how about this? What class are you looking forward to next year for your senior year? Any class that you signed up for that you're like, man, I'm excited? Like, Yes. So um, last year I took Media One. Um, so at Subfet, we have Media One, Media Two, and Honors Media Three. And to make it into Honors Media Three, you either have to take – Media one and media two, or in my case, because I was like, well, I can't take media three next year because then I, I would have to take media two. So I talked to my media teacher and he said, uh, due to all the really good work I was putting in in the classroom, that he would actually put me into media three. So uh, in media three at South Fayette, um, you know, we compete, we make news shows every morning for the school to watch. Uh, we compete in contests uh, for videos about drug prevention, um, all that good stuff for um, stuff, stuff like that. They've won the award the past few years for um, drugs. And um, I, the, the main reason I took the class was because I feel like Media 3 is a very meaningful class as to where Media 2 is just kind of like the goofy videos you see on YouTube. 
but um, yeah, I'm very, I'm very, very excited for Media Three. Ryan, as you were talking about your media classes, all of a sudden and this light popped in my head. I started thinking about many thoughts specifically. Your school is yes. unreal when it comes to like the way you guys like. Oh yeah. Support many thoughts. So can you like take tell our audience like what's what's many thon like at South Ed? Minithon is crazy. Um, it's like a huge craze from about one or two months into school is when they start advertising and talking about it to the students. And then about two months before it starts, you just kind of start seeing signs like in the school about four diamonds and minithon. And then you start seeing videos on the news of previous minithons we've held. Um, and then like the month before, every, you know, you walk around the school and everything is blue. Every, there's blue everywhere, there's diamonds everywhere. There's no avoiding it, Minithon is going down. And if you go on Instagram, everyone at our school is putting on their story, donate to Minithon, donate to uh, you know, your donor drive. And it is just like the greatest thing you've ever seen from a bunch of high school students just raising money for a super good cause. Yeah, I I agree. Like just the fact that all you high schoolers specifically finding a way to raise money is spectacular. The reason why I asked about that, my school, Chartres Valley, from last year when I was a senior, um, they were supposed to run a mini thon. And yeah. like it didn't like work out too well. So we couldn't actually like have it and like right. they did you hear about that? I did. I did hear about that. Uh, that that's unfortunate. <laughs> okay. I, okay. You know what's going on. I'm not. All I can say is didn't turn out too successful just to tell all my followers. And I was really disappointed. But yeah, that's just to say the least. Right. <laughs> Ryan, what is my last question for you will be this. What is something that people would be surprised to know about you? What is something people would be surprised to know about? I would just say the biggest thing is that um, right when you look at me, I'm a very large human being. I'm 6'8", 290, and I walk around and I just get, you know, I get looks like everywhere. And it's just kind of like people are just amazed by the fact that I'm this giant person. And um, I have a very deep voice. Like, you know, I come off as like the typical like giant jock, like jerk, you know, and so forth. Um, I'm just a super nice guy. I'm super out, outgoing guy. I just love to have a good time. I'm always, you know, breaking it up with the boys. Uh, always throwing jokes around in the locker room. You'll see me dancing all the time. Um, so yeah, I just think that a lot of people immediately assume I'm just kind of some big giant ogre. Um, and really that's, that's far, very far from the truth. I can, I can see, yeah, I can see that as I'm talking to you right now and we're having this interview, I assume you're a very social guy, huh? Uh, yeah, I'm a very social guy. All my friends would be the first to tell you that. Got you there. Well, Ryan, don't want to take too much of your time now. I appreciate you coming on this podcast episode and just yeah, talking about South Ed football. Yeah, it means a lot. Thank you so much for having me on. So, Ryan, hope that your South Ed team does well. Just keep on pushing, make your dreams happen, and we hope we can see you hoist a 5A trophy in November. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for having me, and I can't wait to get on the football field. I'll see you later. Thank you, Ryan.